Okay, we are live. My name is Sharnell Wolverton Sihan. I'm really excited to be back here. It's been a minute I'm here with Craig, and we have Trevor Seven back with us, uh, Robert, here again today. Super excited about this topic and just excited in general to be live again. It's been, a, like I said, it's been a minute, Craig. And Robert, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. It is. It is. It's, it has been a while. It's been a busy summer, hasn't it, Charnel? You've been all over the place. I've been busy doing stuff. And we were going to go live um, a couple of weeks ago, but then you came down with a bit of a thing that you didn't have much of a voice. So we had to postpone that. But here we are. We're back. Yeah. So it was about three weeks of whatever that was. But yeah. Mm -hmm um interesting times that we're in yes so we have a really cool topic tonight today tonight today um, we are going to talk about ormus and i am really excited about ormus so i've been dabbling with ormus for off and on i guess i found out about it maybe 10 years ago and found someone to get some for me. I was on it for a while, kind of forgot about it, and then ran into Robert when we were doing a show on telekinesis, which if you haven't watched that show, go back and check check it out. Um, and maybe we'll touch a little bit on there because we were supposed to be doing a part three here, even after this. We scheduled immediately. We're like, we need at least three times with you, Robert. Um, but we had so many people asking about Ormus and I ended up buying some from Robert. I've been on it about a month now, and I brought a few to show you guys. This is this is actually the copper, um, but I have I bought the Messiah and the logo logos. My Messiah is open. These haven't been opened yet because I'm just going one bottle at a time. And um, but before we get started, you guys go to Swiftfire.org, get on the newsletter. Lots of stuff going on right now. We have a membership opportunity as well now where we're going to be doing some fun things with the membership. Um, and yeah, um, check check out what's going on. On We have several really good shows coming up this, this month, playing catch up and I'm just really excited. But tell us, Robert, for the people who didn't meet you before, give us just a brief cliff notes on your background and then we'll jump right into this Ormus topic. Okay, well, basically, I started a health journey uh, around 2011, you know, when you notice your your body and things aren't working quite like they used to be. So I started experimenting with a lot of different things, Qigong, uh, meditation, started cleaning up my diet and whatnot. And uh, I've been known to have premonitions my entire life. And I had a dream about eating gold, like a guy was just eating gold nuggets and turning into a gold person. I thought this is the craziest thing. You know, I don't understand this dream. A lot of times you can't interpret your dreams, you know, but I started, I just went online and started looking up edible gold. And then I come, came across monoatomic gold, which is another name for Ormus. Ormus goes by a lot of different names, but in essence, what it is, is just edible gold. Now, typically minerals are comprised of two electrons that spin around it. Whereas monoatomic, just like the name implies, is just one atom. And it's in a high spin state by itself. So in essence, what it is, it's the the essence of gold without the physical attributes of gold, which makes it to where you can ingest it. And now your body can transmute monoatomic gold into other elements, like if you're lacking in vitamin D or insulin or whatever it is your body needs. Ormus seems to be able to transmute itself into that type of mineral, which is profound because it's sort of a, a catch-all cure-all type thing it sounds too good to be true it really does but uh 
anyway, you said to be brief. So that that's basically how I got into it. I dreamt about it. I read about it. I consumed it for a year. And then I looked into, uh, I found a teacher, David Kane from Canada, who taught me how to do it. And uh, I started making it and it has changed my life and the lives of many others since. Awesome. And I, I love minerals. I know Craig's going to jump in here too. We talked a little bit about this on our last show, our first show, I should say, um, because as a naturopath and an energy worker and Craig loves frequency, we're all about, that's why we use essential oils and other things. Um, the fact that it's, it's basically alive, it kind of seems like it's alive. And that's how the oils are too. The fact that it can manipulate to, to um, substitute and or fill in the gap for whatever is quite needed at your customized person needs. Um, I thought that was super interesting. And oils are kind of like that too. Like lavender, you would consider to be something that would calm you down. But really, if your body needs energy, it'll actually change to to give you the energy you need instead of to calm you down. So it just depends on what you, the person, needs. And I love how Ormus basically kind of takes a life of his own depending on the person and what is required. And we know that um, with, quote, junk DNA, we supposedly have 98% junk DNA. There's 98% of the, the stars that are unknown. And then there's like supposedly 98% of brain matter that's not being used. So there's all this like parallels. Um, but with the DNA being turned on, we should be and could be doing things that are beyond normal as far as intuition, walking on water, transportation, bilocation, walking through walls, you know, just the normal stuff that our DNA technology can do on a regular. But with the air changing, the food changing, you know, all the stuff in the food, um, you know, the way they're doing um, actual dirt where they're growing things has changed. You know, there's just the cell phones and the towers. There's all of this, you know, strategy and or whatever it is to dumb us down so that DNA will not turn on. And Ormus to me is a space holder to, to help that DNA turn on so we can do all the things that God really meant for us to do. And um, I know, like I said, Craig's going to jump in here too, but talk a little bit about intuition and some of these supernatural things that should just actually be natural and normal and how Armis can help with that. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. And practitioners of any psychic abilities, uh, they notice that right away too. It's like, um, it's like a steroid for psychic abilities. It really is. And it, whenever you take Ormus, the first few weeks you take Ormus, you may or may not notice anything. But the first thing a lot of people notice, uh, particularly energy healers and, and psychic practitioners, is just an increase in the chi energy and intuition and the, and the natural psychic abilities that we all have. They start to improve and increase uh, dramatically uh, from long-term use. It's not a, you know, take a couple doses and voila, you're a magician type thing. But it does fuel the, I call it soul food, the etheric body or the energetic portion of your being. Uh, it really fuels it and amplifies your natural abilities. Like if you're you're already good at psychokinesis, you're going to see a, a, a drastic improvement right away. <clears throat> I've noticed that, um, well, I had some 
I guess you would call them chi masters from Maine who took it and one dose. And they were like, wow, it's like, this is like, I already did my energy work and my meditation. It's like meditation in a bottle type thing. And people who meditate say that a lot too. They're like, well, I've noticed I, I can get into a deeper meditation so much quicker when I'm using the Ormus. And that, that is a, a big selling point for me. Of course, I was doing it originally for health, but then when the psychic abilities started improving, uh, I kind of changed gears and just started focusing on that. And you can notice my videos, my older videos uh, on YouTube, where I was working with very small things and getting very small movements. And you can see as I progressed taking the Ormus, the increase in my abilities, uh, I can attribute dramatically to the use of Ormus. Yeah. So which came first, the practicing telekinesis or the using of Ormus for you? Um, technically the Ormus, because I tried it years ago before I discovered telekinesis, but I wasn't using Ormus when I, when I learned telekinesis. It was about a year later. And then just the improvements. That's, what, fact, that's what kept me going back. Yeah, It helps, <laughs> it helps with that. Yeah. Cause I know for, for me, um, years and years ago, I, I, uh, changed jobs a few years ago and I, it was more office-based what I was doing and um, I started getting loads and loads of colds like every few weeks I was getting viruses I was just like really run down I realized that um, and I got, I got intuitively to start taking turmeric black pepper uh, cinnamon and ginger um, and just just for, I just did it for general health reasons but what I found was in, as I researched it more this this um, sort of concoction of spices actually helps your you mentally and and your 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 pineal gland turmeric is fantastic for your pineal gland um so uh, my point is is supplements and things like this really the, the, yes they can have a physical benefit absolutely but the, the effect it can have on your spirituality and your consciousness is massive so i've not, I've not tried almost yet so i'm 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 like i'm probing i'm like so let, let, let's hear about it charnel's already started so you're really selling it i'm i'm really really want to get some um so what, what happened like with, with your telekinesis how much did it improve like was it was it slow or was it a significant <clears throat> of improvement um i noticed an improvement the first night after taking it i think par maybe partially uh you know just subliminally it was helping me but uh the energy part of it i could just i felt more energy it took less time to get down into the kind of have to get into a trance when you're doing psychokinesis it took less time to get there and when you got there the energy was abundant and you didn't seem depleted as quickly as a lot of times you'll feel like you're running out of chi mid-session or something. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I noticed it right away. Um, and one of the I want to thank a lot of your listeners have started taking Ormus. Or I assume that's where they're coming from because I'm getting a lot of new clients and they have a lot of questions. And uh, I kind of wrote down a few of them. I thought I might address here at some point. We don't have to do that right now. And then uh, one of the main questions I was asked is what to expect and what what sort of timeline, you know, how long did it take before you started getting new hair growth and these type of things. And when I first started taking Ormus, I was using Humana Gold. That's human with an A after it. Humana Gold from Canada. And David Kane is the guy's name. He and his wife make it. And he told me, he said, there's two parts to this. There's a sort of a chemistry, alchemical part of it. And then there's the sort of the magical um, part of it. And his wife is real, she's an intuitive healer and she's she's into psychic stuff. And he's more into the chemistry part of it. 
He said, what you want to do when you when you shop for Ormus is to purchase from someone who is not only alchemy related, but also psychic related, because mm -hmm. the energy when you make Ormus. That's right. It, it just attracts whatever the creator has in him. Yeah. So if yeah. you take Ormus from someone who's an angry person, yes. you may feel angry when you take their Ormus. Yes, this is just like oils, just like music, just like art. It's alive. I, I really firmly believe, just like crystals, yeah. it's alive. I, I really believe it's alive, but keep going. I love this so much. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, he just recommended, he said, you know, you can take anybody's Ormus you want. I know it's expensive buying from Canada and whatnot. He said, when you research the product, research the creator, because these these attributes from the creator are going to be in your Ormus. So I tried, I've probably tried maybe close to 10 different Ormuses. I ordered one recently from Amazon, not impressed, but uh, I found a couple people. Um, what was his name? It's like Divinicus Magicus or something was his name. It's all on my website, sacredsupplements.com. You can find links to their websites and their Ormus. But I have found that whoever creates the Ormus, there's a little bit of them in the Ormus. So just be careful when you go shopping and don't buy from anyone who's making this on large scales. It can't be mass produced. It has to be small production, has to be done properly. And if it's not made properly, um, I don't know how much into production you want to get into, but when you extract, you can extract Ormus from about anything. But one of the greatest things to extract it from is Dead Sea Salt. And you do it by raising the pH to 10.78 and not above. Once you go above 10.78, it can start pulling out elements they call Gilcrest elements, which are not good for the body. And if you don't go up to the magic 10.7, the monatomic elements, the platinum elements don't fall out. And you'll notice when you go to making this, it'll buffer right around 10.5, 10 points. It doesn't want to go to 10.7. It'll want to stay below 10 point, around 10.5 or six. And then it'll want to jump to like 11 something. There's a real small window in there. And that's where the magic is happening. when you're alchemically extracting these monatomic elements from the, whatever your base material is, it doesn't, it seems like it doesn't want to go there. So it's just a little sweet spot that's done, you know, through raising it slowly. And at the end, it really comes down to just a drop or two. And I've dumped so many batches <laughs> because it, it jumps, but you just want to be real careful that the person that's making it realizes that there's a very small window. And if they go over that, they need to dump it. And if they don't reach it, you're basically just consuming minerals. So it has to be made to perfection to really get the, the true uh, effects from Ormus in each batch. It reminds me of Ferg, because I, I, I'm a musician and how we've, we've explored kind of fine tuning which frequency we're on. It's exactly the same principle, isn't it? It's like we're, we're learning the science of, of spirituality, essentially. Um, and, you know, we, we tune to say 432. Um, actually, the sweet spot is, um, what is it, 430. 431.9 is the sweet spot. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and if you look, it's actually um, like when you're on your, your projects, uh, it, it will go to for, to that exact frequency. Um, it's, it's only point, you know, a tiny, tiny amount. But, um, you know, I, I've, having researched it, they say, yeah, that is actually the sweet spot right there. You can't hear it, but it's about the integrity of the, of the product, isn't it? And, and what you're doing. 
That is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go on, Chanel. Were you going to say something? Sorry. I thought you no, were I just, I mean, I think I, it is, it's just fascinating to me how something can be alive. That's the biggest thing for me. Because even with essential oils and their frequency, we have tested on, you know, when you go through like TSA at the airport and they'll die because of the radiation. But within, but I don't know why, but within four hours, we tested in them again after just to see what the numbers were. And they like resuscitated themselves. They, they came back alive. Um, and again, they morphed to what we need. So we're, we're 67 megahertz on a healthy adult day. I'm curious what the scalar would be on, on this gold, liquid gold, monatomic gold, Ormus. By the way, why is it Ormus? Where did it, where did Ormus get the name Ormus? What is that? I think that, well, for a long time, oh, let me back up. So in, I think it was in 75, uh, David Hutchinson, I think was his name, a uh, uh, cotton farmer from Arizona, sort of rediscovered. This is an ancient element. They can find traces of this in Egypt. Egyptians used to call it Mufkuts, M-F-K-T-Z. But it's, it's very ancient, but it was sort of rediscovered in the 70s by David uh, Hutchinson, I believe is his name. And um, I think it was called Orms for a long time, orbitally rearranged monoatomic elements, oh. Orms. And then it just kind of evolved into Ormus. Just like for Lloyd's the Press. <laughs> yeah, the base word is Orms. But when you say Orms, it just, I don't know, it doesn't sound right. People just started calling it Ormus, but yeah. A monoatomic gold or muff cuts or uh, some people are calling it the philosopher's stone and bread of life uh, soul food i mean it has a lot of different names but in essence it's it's monoatomic and we always say monoatomic gold but it's also all the platinum elements and silver and all these things like i mentioned in that monoatomic state that spiritual state where they have the potential of gold but it's not solid gold obviously or you wouldn't be able to eat and digest it so, yeah, I think the Ormus kind of derived from the uh, Orms originally. Awesome. Well, I've, I've uh, not really studied alchemy that much. What, so you mentioned about the process yeah. um, of alchemy. I mean, I, I understand sort of spiritual alchemy in the sense of transforming negative energy into positive energy that we are transformers in that respect that is so good craig thank you for bringing that up keep going i love this yeah just so just just can you sort of explain the alchemical process a little bit is, is that possible yeah well in alchemy basically what we're doing is is extracting something or combining something to create something else and with it's it's done with ph in this particular situation now, there's other ways to make gold, and, and this is, I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people have asked this. Um, there's other ways to get gold. There's liquid gold, there's powder gold, and there's your, your brain contains 5% uh, monoatomic elements in it naturally. Certain foods are high in monoatomic elements, such as carrots, water, cress nuts, uh, and so on. But um, in essence, what we're doing is raising the pH to this magic window point, this 10.78 which causes the ancient minerals and attributes from the sun and things that have been uh, stored in this salt for God knows how long. And when you reach this window, it, it, when you reach this certain point of pH, it opens this window 
and allows this to come out. And that's really the alchemical part of making it is just providing like if you're making a, a dish or something, you have to bring it to a certain temperature and keep it there for a certain time to get your final product. And that's simplifying it, but that's basically the alchemical part of making it. But on the other hand, you also have to be careful about the energy you have when this comes into life, because mm -hmm. it's going to absorb the energy from not only the surrounding area, but the person doing it. So I'm always listening to very calming music and it's mm -hmm. dim lighting, no electricity, no EMF or anything like that. Just I imagine it like a baby when it comes into life. It doesn't want bright lights, people screaming and the doctor smacking its butt. That's not what a baby wants when it comes into life. You know, it's used to a nice, quiet, dark area. So I try to keep the surroundings and, and myself in tune. Like if I'm not in the best of moods, I won't make Ormus. So alchemically speaking, you have to think about it chemically, you know, then you have to also think about it physically, the surroundings, and then emotionally. So it's kind of a, a three-part thing. And that's really what makes it alchemy more, the, more so than baking cookies type thing. Yeah. I I'm glad you brought that up a couple times now, um, you know, because with food, they always say, like, you know, pray over your food and don't take, yeah. well, I've heard, don't take food from somebody in the kitchen that's mad or whatever. And, you know, that's why you would bless it to, like, clear it. Uh, I know Gary Young, he he's the founder of the company that I work with that does essential oils. And I was with him in uh, Utah one time. We were in the field. And we were going to be harvesting Melissa, which is one of the higher frequency oils specific to viral situations. And the pickers got in a fight and we could see them long distance in an argument. Gary went over there, kind of broke it up and he made the entire part that was just harvested, harvested and he threw it. He told them to burn it, that we weren't going to distill from it because he didn't want that essence of their argument in the bottle that that the people would put that on their body and have that energy in it mm -hmm. and it was thousands of dollars and I, you know you mentioned throwing stuff out or just not not doing it if, if you're not in that pocket of you know love essence and i think you know craig can attest doing his music as a musician um there's probably times when he's like, you know what, we're not going to record today. This isn't going on the album. Exactly or, right. You know, mm -hmm. artists who do the same thing. And then even for me, I've had to cancel shows at times if stuff comes up and I'm just like, hey, you know what, my vibe is down. I need a minute to integrate and process because I don't want to spread that to people too. So it's, I, I never thought about it with Ormus, but that's really interesting um, how it kind of takes on it's, you know, whatever the person brings, in, you know, in the recipe, so to say. Um, it just, again, it goes back to this whole, like, it's alive and it morphs. Why do you think it takes on that? Is it like to, to um, because it mirrors it? Because it doesn't, it can't separate? Or is it like a thing where, you know, like animals will take on our negative stuff to try to mix it or morph it out of us? Maybe there's a way it takes takes on the presence of that to take it away from us, you know, as a as a protection or something. Um, I don't maybe a little bit too far, but I know animals. When I work with with my my animals, um, I, I'm a doctor for people, but I work at a shelter. And when anyone brings me their animal and says, you know, can you fix this? 
I'm like, okay, well, what's going on with you? Because the dog will take on the owner's stuff to help it. And maybe Ormus is doing this in a way of like removing it from us in a way to save us in, in its own like weird, I'm you know yeah. what I mean? You think yeah, that's it? Right. It's just a hype off. It's just totally uh, made up. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. And funny you should say that because, um, you know, like I, I've learned when I walk, I've got two German shepherds. And if I, you know, if another dog's coming up, for example, and I start stressing out, they get stressed out and they could, they could get aggressive. Whereas if I stay calm and I just be like, there's a good girl, you know, and I stay light and happy, they're fine. You know, and, and it's a crude example, but, I think it, it shows. I think it shows two things that you know creation responds to us, but also how powerful we are, at what we can do, and and how you know in our energetic system we've got to be really, really mindful of our energy. I mean, I'm going through something at the moment. I, I mean, I've not spoken to you for a bit, Chanel, but um, you know, just just I was getting really frustrated with things that are going on politically, <laughs> mm. and and I just had a very, very clear inward voice say peace be still just be still it's okay you know and i've just backed right off and i'm just just maintaining that peace and i'll tell you something it, it's you know things just start effortlessly lining up when you hold that energy and um, things just start falling into place and it's, it doesn't take much energy and i think i think to relate that to what we're talking about with almost i think uh, you know the, the environment that you you make the stuff um you know again it's proven the point that, that it's crucial to to its effect to effectiveness um and um again it just just shows us just just how powerful we really are as, as human being creators yeah there truly is something to the the saying made with love you know when whenever you're eating food or something made with love and yeah. back to the hypothesis uh why it absorbs the energy of the creator I think of it as it comes out as pure potential, just like a, a small child is just a sponge for information. You know, you literally mold your child the first few years of their life. It's just that they're so innocent, pure and wide open. That's the way I that's the kind of the feeling I get from Ormus. And that's why it's so easily to charge your Ormus. Anyone who takes Ormus, if you're not charging it with your intentions before you take it, you're missing out on half of it because that's it's half point. mineral and it's half spirit. So you can charge this elixir to do whatever it is you want to do. And I think that's just the the pure potential part of Ormus. It's just, it's a clean slate. We well, can become what you need. But that's like crystals, right? So we program our crystals. Craig's got a crystal shop. I'm a big believer in crystals and the essence of it programming. And even the picture and a picture on my cards can do the same thing just holding up the card can actually have the same essence in the field as if you brought the same crystal to someone. And again, that's so that's crazy that um, it's you can program it or doing the intentions. It actually may, brings an extra. I wonder. I'd love to test somebody uh, like before and after to see what happens with and without. Maybe we'll do a case study or something. I think that'll be interesting. But intention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but with crystals, you know, you can program it with intentions. Like I set you to help with ease in my body and my mind and my spirit or whatever, and you like just to be are very directive. 
So you do that. I haven't done that with Ormus, but I'm going to. That's really interesting that you brought that up. That's what people do when they pray with oils, right? You know, they're the Bible is full of people who prayed with their oils yeah, yeah. for some reason. You know, they you can program this to do what it's supposed to do as well. But I never thought about it with the Ormus thing. You probably mentioned it, but now I'm going to have to add that to my, my practice. Yeah, and when you... Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. Go on, go on. Finish your talk. Sorry. When, when you store Ormus, it's good. Now, when I create Ormus, it's surrounded by crystals. That's just part of my thing that keeps the energy flowing and things. But where and you store your Ormus is also very important. Now, when you buy from me, I send you a little link yeah. and some written instructions as well, how to optimize it. But when you store it, you want to store it with things of high vibrations. Yes, you're well, yeah. And I keep it in aluminum foil because it's very sensitive to electric monadic, magnetic okay. Okay. frequencies, okay. EMF. And but when you store it, if you store it with a list of your intentions, and then I have a gold coin that I keep in mind and a couple small gemstones that I keep in the, the tin oh. or the store mine. And it just raises the vibration of it. Now I bought Ormus and didn't store it properly. In fact, I just put it on a shelf, which, which is adjacent to a, a refrigerator and a water heater. And a way to see if your Ormus has been degraded by EMF is hopefully the person you bought it from wrapped it in foil, remove the foil, and there'll be a black residue between the bottle and the foil. And these are the monoatomic elements coming out. And wow. if there's a lot of black on it, it's depleted. It still has the minerals and things in it, but the intentions and all the energy and vibrations and things like that have been eaten up by EMF. Now, your story about the oils coming back to life makes me wonder if I hadn't, if I shouldn't have thrown that out, that maybe the Ormus would have repaired itself. Ah, interesting. I'm wondering too, because I have an older one and I think it does have the black line and I'm wondering if it can be switched, but I'll have to check it. Um, it's, it's probably like two years old. It's been sitting on a shelf and it does not have any kind of a tinfoil around it, but it will keep for hundreds of years if it's stored properly. Wow. Uh, avoid extreme temperatures, exposure to sunlight, and exposure to EMF. Uh, it'll keep very long time, extremely long time. Haven't they found some in the pyramids in Egypt? I read somewhere. Yeah, that, well, that's what I've read too. Yeah, they call yeah. it month cuts in mm -hmm. Egypt. And yeah. they used to make it, they used the dried powdered form and they would make it into a cone shaped. I think you've probably seen pictures or, or hieroglyphics of people holding these little cones mm. of pyramid shaped cones enormous <clears throat> in the wow. powder form wow. now there's lots of different ways to get ormus you can get it in it can be made into a gas can be made into a liquid can be made into a paste and it can be made into a dry powder now the dry powder is made from contrition or high extreme heat which unless you have a hot blast furnace and a bunch of gold laying around not the best way to to go about making ormus and also I've found water, as we all know, has memory mm -hmm. and amazing properties of water. And when I first started making Ormus, I would let it sit for weeks and weeks on end. And it would, the precipitate would just keep shrinking. And then you would get this clear liquid at the top. And I would keep draining that off and draining it off. And I was selling it at first. It was almost like a, a glue consistency. I mean, it was that thick. I was just trying not to sell people water. You know, I want you to give you the base material, the thickest precipitate. But when I was taking that drain water off, this is after three or four rinses, that water I was draining off, I thought this got to be good for something. So I started giving it to a tomato plant. 
this tomato plant outgrew my other three side by side, same, wow. same seeds, outgrew it tremendously, started giving it to my pets and a pet with a tumor. Her tumor started going away and her right. abscess tooth started. I'm like, hold up. There must be lots of orms in this liquid. I should include it in the ormus. You know, I think I'm what I'm trying to get at the dry powder form of it, I think is missing a very essential part of ormus, which is the water. So if you'll get a bottle of mine, you'll notice if you let it set, there'll be a portion that seems to be clear. That is not added water. I do not add water to Ormus. But don't think that uh, that is waste. The precipitate's only the good part. No, there's magic. There's Orms in that water. So if you shake it up and you pour it out, I was going to do a side by side and I forgot to bring the bottle up. So it may look like it's watered down a little bit after you let it set. But if you shake it up and pour it out, you'll see it's just brilliant white as compared to some of the Ormus you may buy online that it looks watery or murky. And what is that? Is that some Ormus? This is the one that I was telling you is like two years old. And it's supposed to be Ormus. It's not in the tinfoil thing, but I don't know. There wasn't a black line. Has it been exposed to light? I mean, it's been sitting on the counter, like regular light in the house. Oh, I see. But I don't know. I was just going to see if there was a black line, but I didn't see one. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought. I don't know where okay. I was headed with that, but, oh, okay. So different kinds of Ormus and people are asking which one is the best. Well, particularly, I think the one that's the best is the one you get naturally from food, but my Lord, you would have to consume so much food to get one dose of Ormus, unless you're buying, uh, super greens or something, uh, David avocado, avocado wolf. Have you heard of him? It's mm -hmm. kind of a health guy. Okay. Now he sells some, um, super greens that are super high in Ormus. And I, I took them and I liked them. I just can't afford to do that on a long-term basis. It's super expensive. But yeah, I think that's a great form to get it. I've tried three different dry powdered forms of Ormus. Honestly, I didn't, maybe I didn't try them long enough, but I didn't notice any benefits from them. And I've tried the paste, uh, which is good. But uh, I think, I think the happy medium, the kind that I sell, the liquid is the way to go because it gets all the water the intentions are, are stored within the water, and then you have all the monoatomic elements in the precipitate. So you're getting the best of both worlds. So my short answer to the question, which kind of Ormus should I take? Um, the liquid is what, my short What's the difference between Messiah, Logos? Like you have several different ones though. Magi as well. Yep. What so, was the other one? Magi. Magi, yeah, explain that. Which is plural for magus, meaning magician. Yep. So the base materials are different. Uh, Logos is made from Bokek salt, which is a dead sea salt. And the intentions are just the fruits of the spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, and so on. No other chargings or additions to that. So it's sort of a blank slate Ormus, which is great for beginners. And then Messiah is from Bokek dead sea salt. And it's only made during the full moon. Now, when I say during a full moon, that could be three days prior or three days after. That wow. six day window in there. I only mm -hmm. I only make that during the full moon, which I'll be doing here very soon. We're approaching the full moon. And then it's also anointed with um, uh, essential oils. So I use myrrh and incense or uh, having a, uh, a blank here. Frankincense. Frankincense and myrrh. Yeah. So I use the uh, myrrh on the Messiah and then I use frankincense and myrrh. And these are just micro doses after the final rinse, tiny drop of it. 
And it's more of a synergetic thing. It's not like, oh, I'm putting in a quarter cup of is this essential oil or anything. It's just sort of a blessing. As you know, anointing people with essential oils is a very ancient ritual. And um, then the Magi is from uh, water extracted Chula Langma, Lagma, Chula Langma, hard to say. It's Tibetan seawater and it's okay. extracted from the center. Pollutions float or they sink. So when they extract this water, it's super condensed salt water. Uh, the same water purportedly used by uh, the founder of Chinese medicine. So it has some very healing properties of its own. So the base material and when and how it's produced is really what changes it. But to look at the bottle or to taste the bottle, uh, there's very little difference in the taste and appearance, but a lot of difference made in the way it's uh, made. Now, a lot of people prefer the logos. I have long-term users that use logos forever, which is kind of my starter. But a lot of people don't like the lucid dreaming or the premonitions or the psychic boosting of abilities. Uh, they don't like that. It's kind of scary. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of scary to people. <laughs> so to avoid the lucid dreaming or any of those type effects, I tell people, you know, stick with the logos or you can use the Messiah uh, early in the morning. A lot of times that'll help keep the weird dreams away and things. But <laughs> I personally prefer to boost the psychic abilities. I think that's a very important part of our our being. Definitely. So for long term use, I recommend Messiah, which is kind of my middle Great. I have three stages. It's stage two. The Magi, I noticed, if you take it for a long time, long-term use of the Magi, mm -hmm. kind of makes you a little too right-brain oriented. You become a little loopy and flighty and, you know, you're forgetting to do your physical. Even more so. <laughs> yeah. Just for me. I have some people that use Magi all the time and no problems. But me, personally, I prefer the Messiah for long-term use. They're all three good, and I use all three. But the one my go-to is the Messiah. And I think it has something to do with uh, being created during the full moon. It has mm -hmm. a, a little extra energy in it. Punch. Yeah, it does. It really does. I love the Messiah. But um, I, I, Sorry, I was just going to say, with them having sort of effects like this, has anybody ever had any sort of psychedelic um, sort of effects with them at all? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I've heard anybody use that exact terminology. Now, there is one, nobody ever thinks about the ill effects or side effects of Ormus, which we should probably get into a little bit. It amplifies whatever you're taking. So if you're on a narcotic or you're drinking alcohol or what have you, right. maybe you, normally you can drink six glasses of wine and you're fine. And when you're on Ormus, two or three glasses and you're... So you have to be very careful about yeah. using psychedelics or alcohol when consuming yeah. Ormus. And the recommended is a 48 hour fast like don't take ormus 48 hours before drinking or after uh, that's what i was going to ask about food you know how like probiotics you don't want to take with food because it takes away is there anything that we besides alcohol or whatever you're saying that magnifies it but what about food taking it with food or is there a certain time of day you should take it or night or before you go to sleep or what's the best time to take it well the monatomic elements are absorbed through the small intestines so it's part of a digestive thing. And I've taken it with food and without food. My my preference is to take it after a meal in the evenings is when I take mine. But no, it, it, you can take it with or without food. And um, caffeine and electromagnetic frequencies will 
degrade the effects of your Ormus. So if you can avoid caffeine for a couple hours before and after taking Ormus mm -hmm. and kind of never stick your cell phone up next to your head if you can help it. But you stick. So <laughs> it opens the blood brain barrier and allows all that subtle energy and stuff to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you you mentioned something about before and after pictures. On my website, there's a picture of a person before taking its Carillion photography. You're probably familiar with that. Oh, the um, aura? Oh, yeah. 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 So they took a picture of a, a person before taking Ormus and a picture of a person a couple hours after taking Ormus. And you can just see the, the, the two hemispheres of the brain are balanced and the aura has just expanded dramatically. Wow. So Ormus has wonderful effects on your your subtle energy and you know all that things if you can protect it you need to keep it away from the caffeine and the emf and yeah. I, I feel that's the downfall to a lot of people who are taking it like oh i took a whole bottle and didn't feel anything but maybe they're not taking it properly or maybe you know they're they're um, wasting it you know they're drinking their coffee and they're that's talking exactly about what food. i've been taking it is every morning with my coffee i'm going to change that up now for sure thanks for telling yeah. me that there you yeah, go. I think it's right about... next to my coffee pot, actually. You know, so I was doing it right away in the morning, first thing, thinking it should do do it at the beginning of the day. But I'm going to switch it tonight. Yeah. Well, part of it, not just caffeine, but I think the acidity of coffee is also kind of plays a role in that. And I don't drink coffee, but uh, a friend of mine just told me a little trick he learned about putting some sodium carbonate in his That's coffee okay, to make good. it alkaline. You're doing that exact thing and, and it really works. It just takes that acidic edge off. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's what I told him. I said, Well, just switch to decaf and use your, your baking soda and, and and see if it does. And he's like, Yeah, it helped. Now I can feel that that extra energy. And I feel a lot of people get a calming effect from Ormus, which I do too. Um one of the number one questions, I don't know how much time we have and I don't want to just no, keep going, keep going. So yeah, we got about ten minutes, so go for it. One of the main questions I'm getting from people is what to expect from taking Ormus. And whenever I started taking it from David Kane, he recommended that I keep a log. So what I did is I went through my log and uh, I just kind of wrote at the bottom of each uh, one, just a synopsis of what happened for that month. And I'm going to buzz through that real quickly here in the time we have left, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. So uh, month one, I noticed deeper sleep, which is something a lot of people notice right away. Uh, you just sleep all night. I usually get up and go to the bathroom two or three times, and now I'm, I can go all night. Um, so deeper sleep, deeper meditations, you know, quicker getting into that meditative state. Uh, dream recall. I didn't used to really remember. I'd remember dreams occasionally, but on a regular basis, I would get better dream recall. And I noticed an improvement in my PK abilities. This is after 30 days. Uh, month two, I started getting less pain, anxiety, um, less stress, the cravings. Uh, you wouldn't know it by looking at me now, but I was a little overweight back then. Just wasn't craving the junk foods anymore. After three months, I had noticed an increase in energy, vitality, and libido. Uh, four months, uh, lucid dreams were just through the roof. Uh, I was losing weight. Uh, at five months, uh, increase in intuition, ESP, telepathy, all those things were just like through the roof. Uh, at six months, I had dyslexia my entire life. That's where my name Trevor comes from. When I was a child, I'd write my name and it would be completely back just T-R-E-V-O-R. And that's where my nickname came from. But I noticed that went away first with the numbers and then with the letters. Uh, improved cognitive function, 
Uh, again, less pain. I used to suffer from chronic back pain. Uh, seven months, uh, I just wrote uh, manifestation and, and lucidity. Uh, eight months, uh, I had my first experience with astral traveling or out-of-body experience. And that led me into remote viewing, which is a really awesome craft. I started doing that with some friends and family. They haven't put a target in an envelope. And remarkably, I was able to find out what they were, or get in the ballpark at least. Uh, at nine months, uh, I just wrote life is good. Sex is great. Uh, <laughs> 10 months, improved immune system. And I think that was because I have a family of four and everyone in my house went through a really bad flu and I didn't get it. Uh, at 11 months, I felt like I just had a, a new sense of purpose. That's when I started creating Ormus. Uh, 12 months, I noticed I, I'm just, I'm hundred percent back free. I don't have back pain at all any day. And at two years, uh, I would say I was just, I felt like a better person physically, mentally, spiritually, financially. I mean, in all, all regards, I just felt like I was a much better person. At three years, I was getting new hair growth. And by the end of that third year, uh, my bald spot was gone. I have new hair. And four years, um, again, just continued improvement in, in basic physical health and uh, emotionally and, and spiritually. And as far as side effects, the only bad side effect I've gotten from Ormus is a slight ringing in my ears, which now I'm so used to it, I don't even notice it. <clears throat> but it turns you into a, when you start taking Ormus, the universe will begin conspiring to manifest what you want or what you're thinking about. It might not be what you want, but <laughs> you're focused on yeah. the, the, it'll just start manifesting. So be careful when you're taking Ormus, Make sure your intentions are clear, precise. Yeah. And that's another thing people are asking, like, how, how should I charge it or what sort of intentions should I use? And I wrote it down, the my first intentions. I want to share that real quick if I can find it. Uh, where is it? Gosh darn it. I apologize. I can't find it. But basically what it was, was uh, I would just thank the Ormus for healing my body and returning it to perfection. So that's kind of a, a broad range of an intention, but it's clear, it's precise. It tells you what I want. I want, I want my return to perfection, which is what I think Ormus's objective is, is homeostasis, just to get you back to where you were. And real quickly, uh, a lady who raises flowers, or I don't know, raises the breeds flowers. Grows. <laughs> you know how they combine two different flowers to make a oh, very, yeah, okay. yeah. So she does this and she's, she sent me a picture of these flowers that she had made variegated, I think is the, the term they use where she put a pink one and a white one and it comes out pink and white. She said, funny thing happens when you start watering it with the Ormus, uh, it goes back to its natural state. My pretty pink and white flowers become white or whatever their original state was. I said, I think that's what Ormus does. It's trying to return you back to your original. When we're born, we're perfect. And I think that's the state. It's trying to just return you back to your natural state of perfection. Wow. Beautiful. So there's kind of a time frame. A lot of people have asked, hopefully that'll cut back on some of the emails, what to expect. <laughs> and some people are, are getting, you know, quicker results. It's different for everyone. Maybe I was highly toxic and, you know, baldness is in my genes or what have you. So it could take longer or it could happen quicker for people. That's kind of the timeline it's been through. And honestly, it's made me such a better person. It's my passion now to share that with other people. We all have the right 
to be happy and healthy and enlightened. And I think Hormus helps people do that. Well, I'm going to, I have a scanner that can take a picture of the aura and I've, I've tested people before and after drinking or doing pharmaceuticals or even doing smoking pot. And you can tell, but I've never thought to do it with Ormus. So I'm definitely going to be a guinea pig and test myself before and after and see what differences that it makes. And awesome. yeah, and, and doing this now with not the coffee, we'll see, I'll have to report my miracles to you and now <laughs> including intentions and now including not doing it around caffeine or whatever, and definitely adding baking soda you said to this in the morning yeah yeah it's yeah. a pinch if you get uh, a ph strip you can kind of check it you're just aiming for seven is what you know neutral ph is what you're aiming for awesome. uh, yeah. strip from amazon or what have you what would, would get the job done well someone is asking can children take it I'm i was gonna say that. that i was just gonna say that yeah and then we, okay. we better wrap up but yeah what about kids the youngest person i know that's that's taken ormus was five years old and she was taking it for her daughter had ADHD and other kind of learning impairments. And she reported improvements within 30 days on the ADHD. So, yeah, it's it's pretty natural. And I think it's safe for pregnant people. I think it's safe for young children. Definitely good for plants and pets. Uh, dilute it. Give it to your plants and watch your garden flourish. <laughs> it is great. I think it's good for everyone. Like I said, it's naturally in everyone already in your yeah. brain. It's in your blood. It's in our foods. Uh, we don't know where it came from, but uh, we're happy it's there. We can hazard a guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, where can people find you? Give them any kind of final stuff if people are interested in ordering. I'm a big proponent of making sure, you know, you mentioned who who grows it, who makes it. I'm a big person about, like, make sure you get your oils from the right people. Make sure you get your crystals at the best crystal shop. Craig's got his crystal shop and there's a few others that I would recommend, but obviously there's places too that I'm like, there's a dark feeling when I walk in that room, don't get any crystals there or whatever. Don't get your oils from those people. So I love your heart. I love the purity. And that's why I was drawn to get this from you. And, you know, like I said, I think other people will be interested too. So where can people find you and where can people order sacredsupplements.com you can research ormus you can purchase ormus or you can learn how to make ormus my recommendations for people who are going to make ormus is to take ormus for a while until you feel the benefits and you yourself are spiritually charged and sound because like i said it's going to take on the vibrations of the person making the ormus so if you're still ill and you're making ormus it's not going to be the best product in the world so sacredsupplements.com learn how to make purchase or just research lots of good videos links uh, there's a lot of good names out there and they're all listed on my website uh, don't just take my word for it read the testimony pages i have years worth of testimony pages and they keep coming in so uh yeah sacredsupplements.com awesome thank you so much and craig where can we find you oh uh as you mentioned i uh, got crystal shop crystalfalls.co.uk um Check us out, Enthascension Music uh, on Facebook, Enthascension.com for our music. Again, we tune to, well, 432 for the sake of ease. Um, you know, we, we try and, it, all the stuff we've been talking about, we, we, we try and implement that in our music. 
you know, there are days when I've come to write some music and I'm just not in that space. I just, I just don't bother. I just, no, shut it down and wait until I've got in that place because it really, really, what you are, you put into your product. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you can find me at enthascension.com. Uh, Check out our music. Um, on Facebook, Craig Martin Walker. Yep, find me there. Awesome. And you guys can go, please do your due diligence and share this tag people, make sure people can get this message. You never know who's listing that this could benefit them in one way or another, a man, woman, child, um, definitely get the information out there. I think this is kind of important and it's not really talked about. And mm-hmm. that's what we like to do on our show is bring some things to light that maybe have aren't on the mainstream and truth is our whole thing, truth and love and getting things out. So go to swiftfire.org, get on the newsletter so you can see what's going on. We actually have Um, I'm about to pop on an online um, council with Laura Eisenhower, Sean Stone, and some others in like maybe five minutes. You guys can grab that. And then also tonight we have a panel. Tomorrow, Craig and I will be on with Megan, finally. Uh, Megan Rose, we're going to talk about universal law and um, how that works with, with everything that's going on right now and how we can use that for our best abilities. So definitely get on the newsletter, check this out. And um, also all my classes, books, crystal stuff, everything there, check it out. But thanks for joining us, guys. We all we're, have a part three coming up. Our part one was telekinesis. Part two is Ormus. And don't, you know, don't forget, get on the newsletter so you can see when our next one is on psycho- psychometry. Excuse me, psychometry which is a favorite topic of mine. And I know Robert loves that topic too. And that's going to be amazing. So we'll put the dates out pretty soon here on when that's going to be. So you can mark your calendars. Um, I think these are all things that we should just be walking in normal and we should make the supernatural natural again, and really turn on and tune in to every bit of who we are. So we can really use our full human potential if we're human, whatever that is. But um, to be supernatural beings here, love and light for everyone. And I just encourage everyone um, to to be your best today, wherever you are, whoever you are, go out and love on someone, smile, really um, remember who you are and bring your best game today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And we love you so much and talk to you guys soon. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You guys Bye. have a good one.